Coach Taku. Making anime your new life coach. Hello and happy Friday, Coach Taku listeners. This is Mary, and I'm joined by Christina, who often says I'm her better half, but I disagree because I think really think she is. And we have a really special episode today because we are doing our one-year anniversary podcast celebration episode. Woohoo! So we're really excited. Thank you so much for the support. We have we are beyond grateful for being able to provide this and have listeners and be able to provide you with content. And so today we thought we'd just have a lot of fun doing a recap on some of our favorite moments, some of our favorite animes that we've covered, and maybe some of our not so favorite anime that we've really struggled with. And yeah, thank you. And Christina, do you have anything to add to that? Uh, I think just in addition to kind of going over favorite moments and all that fun stuff, you know, Coach Taku, we're coaching and Otaku thrives, combines, coexists. You know, Mary and I spend a lot of time using this podcast to talk about coaching related tools and themes as they relate to some of our favorite characters. We've talked about how you can look in your own lives around the same themes. But something that I really want to celebrate having produced content with you for the last year is kind of our own transformational journey that it is required to get to this point. You know, we've shared a couple of times now that for us, you know, most of our lives being anime and video game lovers was not how we introduced ourselves. It was, you know, kind of our favorite dirty little secret that when you found someone who was in the club, you're like, eh? And, you know, I think to be out loud and passionate and really connected to it has just, it's one of the side effects of it has just been creating a community of people who are also eager to talk about anime with us, video games with us. Uh, Mary and I have had the fortune of being on other people's podcasts and they start to admit what closeted nerds that they are. And so you know, immense gratitude to all of our supporters, but I also just have like immense gratitude to you, Mary, for saying yes to this, especially during a pandemic, which was really when we like created this all as a crazy idea and, you know, following through on it from a place of vision, commitment, integrity, authenticity, and, you know, just doing the damn thing and having fun with it. Yeah. I mean, you say thank you, Christina, but honestly, this was sent at the right time because it actually, I don't know about you, but for me, it provided me a different conversation to be in when things were really dark and we were all in isolation. So I'm super grateful for you, super grateful for the community. And I think one of the things that I've experienced is actually a lot more fun conversations (laughs) with people around me because they're like, oh, you watch that anime? Oh, you play that video game? I'm like, yeah. And so it's funny because yes, it's created new relationships, but it's also changed the way that I relate to the people in my life that are currently here that I never knew were closeted. 
otakus in whatever sense. Yeah. So, you know, about a year and a half of masterminding, a year's worth of episodes. I don't even know where we start. Maybe just what, like, if you could pick some of your favorite either episodes that we've had or you know, just like snippets of conversations that we've had, what, what has it been for you? Such a, it's such a question, Christina, because I feel like, look, I've never done a podcast before. And I think this is your first go around with a podcast too. And I remember those first few episodes, I was like, so nervous. I was like, are we doing this right? Is it going well? And I feel like the more that we got into it, the more fun it became. So for uh, my favorites are forever going to be the episodes that we cover about around Sailor Moon because that's an anime that's so near and dear to my heart. But I also love those earlier episodes, like, uh, for example, the one that we did with Kenshin and Demon Slayer, because they're so related, but so different at the same time. And most notably, the ones that we've done recently are really also special, like our latest Demon Slayer episode and our latest like Maid-sama or Kami-sama kiss. Yeah, for sure. You know, I think for me, there have been two parts of the past year that have been the most fun for me. One is when I'm right about what I think people like, which is, it's a funny way to put it, but you know, like anime, I think really, if you looked at it, like it spans almost 40 years of content. And there have been times where we're like, well, obviously people will love this because it's a classic. And the episode totally flops. And there are other times where we're like, oh, obviously people will love this because it's like hot right now. And it absolutely flops again. Um, And so for me, what's like when I say it's been satisfying to be right about what will work, it's been the series where we're less focused on, well, how popular is it? And we're more focused on, well, how much do we actually enjoy it as a series? And what are the conversations that would light us up to talk about? And then we go and create that content and people also respond to it really well. And so like two examples that I have of that, one is you already mentioned it, Mary, but like our Kami-sama kiss episode, I think is one of our most downloaded (laughs) episodes of all time, possibly. And then the other for me would have to be, uh, this was one of of our, I think like one of our first 10 episodes ever when we talked about both Sword Art Online and Land of the Lustrous. Because, you know, even though Sword Art, it has a huge following, it's had so many iterations, Land of the Lustrous is kind of a niche series. You know, some people would argue that it doesn't even really fall into the anime genre just because it's based off of a light novel and there's a lot of CGI. But, you know, getting to compare Kirito and Phosphophilaita, who... Like, who the fuck does that? Like, who thinks to talk about those two characters at the same time? Well, we did, and it was brilliant, and it was super, super, super fun. Yeah, I have to tell you, some of my other favorite moments this past year have been those anime series or like, you have to watch. I'm like, I don't know about that. And you're like, no, but you must watch this. I'm like, yeah, but maybe later. And then I finally do, and then I text him, like, this was magical. <laughs> So two of those were definitely Violet Evergarden that will remain forever as the anime that I must watch when I need to cry. And then Yuri on Ice because it's become relationship goals for me. Like that's, that's definitely it. Yes. I I got, I I take it back. My proudest moment in this past year 
was getting you to finally launch Yuri on Ice. Uh, so good, so good. Um, well, even with all of the, you know, content that we've really loved or episodes that we've really loved to put out, um, have there been any series that I don't want to say we didn't like, but um, maybe more so either series that we did cover and did episodes on that you were like, oh my God, you know, I got a ton of the episode, but I didn't really love the series itself. Or maybe on the flip side, have there been series or games that you've wanted to cover so, 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 so badly, but we just can't seem to find the right conversation to have around it in terms of it being a coaching podcast? The first one that comes to mind, and you'll understand why, Christina, is Rent a Girlfriend. Great coaching conversation. It was so hard for me to get through the anime series just because I was like, why can't he just say the thing? Why can't he just say the thing? Why can't he just show up like a proper, just say the thing? That was my whole train of thought while I was watching the series. So I was really frustrated, but it wasn't because of the anime itself. It was just like my own reaction (laughs) to what was going on on screen but that one was was challenging for me what about you yeah I think I also would have named friends a girlfriend (laughs) which is funny because it's it was such a popular series as it was coming out but you know I think sometimes for these shows where what makes them so popular is how absurd they are it's hard to find the like and this is the best version of ourselves in these conversations Um, but I think another series for me where that kind of proved to be true was I was thinking back to our Death Note episode, uh, a while back. And here's the thing. I love Death Note. It's a classic. You know, I bought the Hot Topic shirts when I was 13, the same as everyone else. (laughs) Like I thought it was edgy and cool, but that's another series where the characters are just so righteous and so dark and so, you know, committed to their cause that, it was challenging to have a, and here's what's amazing about them, conversation. I think it's an amazing series to talk about, well, here's what you shouldn't do. Or maybe like, here's what not to do when creating justice in the world 101. Um, But it was definitely one of those series where I thought it would be an easy sell because it's so popular, but it was hard to pinpoint a satisfying coaching conversation around. Yeah, I I can see that. And the other one for me that I had a similar experience with was actually Cowboy Bebop because a great series, iconic. I mean, so many, it's a great anime show, but when it comes to the coaching conversation, it's like, there's zero possibility in this world. Like they're not going anywhere. They're just floating in space, going from case to case, which for a detective show, awesome. For a coaching conversation, I'm like, well, what are you guys doing in there? Why are you guys floating out there in space? Where do you want to go from here? And there isn't a lot of access to anything else other than what's going on in that moment. Yeah. And and so, you know, it's interesting because I think part of what makes a a solid coaching conversation in an anime series is there's got to be a place where the characters are going. Because coaching is so much about goals and future facing conversations. And it's interesting because like one series that is 
equally ambiguous sometimes in plot that was actually really rich with a coaching conversation was Samurai Champloo. But I think when you compare Samurai Champloo to Cowboy Bebop, the difference is in Cowboy Bebop, everyone is kind of resigned and still living in the past. Whereas Samurai Champloo, even though the plot is loose and at times a little incongruent and not totally clear on if it makes any sense, there's still characters moving forward with their stories moving forward from who they used to be. You also see this with a lot of our other popular episodes like Ramoni Kenshin, Demon Slayer, My Hero Academia. Like there's a there's a there there. There's a place that these characters are going to that causes them to grow and develop. Yeah, it's so interesting because I mean even Full Metal Alchemist, you know, there's a goal, there's a, a place to that they're trying to reach. And I think it's so interesting because the more I think about it, the more it's based on just like choosing and adapting to your situation. It's like, well, now that you're here, are you going to choose to move forward or are you gonna stay stuck in the place that you are? And I think that was the thing about Cowboy Bebop that was so hard because it's like, it was set up to stay stagnant. And I was like, my, my heart, <laughs> I was like, no. So. As a coach, from a coaching perspective, that's the place where I was like, oh, I'm having a reaction to this. But the anime itself, of course, it's a classic and it's such a great anime. Yeah. And, you know, um, I'm going to answer my own question for a second, but kind of pulling that then to, you know, series that I hold really near and dear to my heart or games that I hold really near dear to my heart that I've always struggled to figure out but how would we do an episode on it or what would be the thing to talk about? Uh, one of which would be the f infamous video game series, Kingdom Hearts. Because the thing about Kingdom Hearts is it's just like, the more you play it, the less it makes sense. <laughs> and I, I say that with all the love in the world. Like as someone that like has drawn fan art for those games, who religiously played the third one, even though it made no fucking sense by the end of it, like, it's an amazing franchise, but in terms of trying to look at and what are the personal transformations that these characters go through, that's a little bit of a harder one to, to lock down in pinpoint point because, you know, there's stories within a stories, there are reincarnations within reincarnations. As the plot unfolds, you realize the plot is not what it seems like. It's, it's hard to nail down how much of it is growth versus how much of it is these characters unknowingly kind of fulfilling on this self self-made prophecy so to speak yeah you know christina one of the series that i've i've always enjoyed but i'm having a hard time to put a coaching conversation to is like the fate night series like awesome series a lot of action but it it's all surrounded by like death and destruction <laughs> so it's and and the characters are so short-lived so there isn't really a progression it's like they're there for a specific purpose so it's hard to find a coaching conversation around I mean I'm sure we could but it, those become a little bit more challenging to kind of formulate a good coaching conversation around yeah and you know even with all that being said uh, something that I really appreciated the training that you and I underwent as coaches, Mary, is that it was never done alone. Like just when we thought we could see everything we could see as a coach, we had teammates that then offered 
their perspective or what questions they would have asked the client or where they would have gone. And I think that this conversation of like, we can't see what it is we would talk about next is actually a great segue into talking a little bit about the future of the podcast. Because at the time of this episode being out, I'm actually, we're still (laughs) hammering out some of the details here. So I'm not totally sure, but I am either about to go on maternity leave or I'm already there. Like I'm either about to pop or I have popped and I have a baby that I'm learning how to take care of and dressing up in a Kotsky sweater and all these other good things. Um, and so part of how we've created a win-win where I get to go be with my new family and the podcast still gets to be enriched with great content is that Mary and I are bringing on for the first time ever guest hosts. That's right. Beloved friends and colleagues of ours who are also trained as coaches, who through us launching the podcast have come out of their otaku closet and confessed to video games that they love, anime series that they love. Um, To give you a sneak peek, there will likely be a Bloodborne episode in the future, as well as a coveted Attack on Titan conversation. But part of what I'm excited for is Not just that it means that I get to go take care of myself and take a break, but you all will get the experience of other coaches providing insight into these conversations and looking at character development or themes that perhaps Mary or I wouldn't have caught ourselves despite being the great coaches that we are. That's actually, uh, this is the first time we're doing this, so I'm really excited to see how it goes because... I guess if you want to look at a coaching conversation in this episode, we could talk about win-wins and why they're important. But in this situation, you can see how Christina benefits from creating something that allows her to be home and with her family and also is still part of something that she has so much joy and passion in. And um, I would say that for myself, when I go on vacation, it's also the same thing because then Christina can take care of this and have other guest speakers and we can change the dynamic. So win-wins, super important. Maybe we should cover that in a future episode. <laughs> but I think going back to the podcast, I, the some of the episodes that are kind of coming to me, Christina, that I'm like, oh, these were really cool. These were a, little, a, a lot of fun. I think one of my favorites has been Jujutsu Kaisen. And and it, I, I'll tell you why. Not because, yes, Jujutsu Kai is an awesome series, but I think we spent a lot of time talking about how badass women are, it, it, women are in this specific series. And it was so refreshing because oftentimes what I found is that women aren't always fully given character development in a lot of other anime series. So it was really nice to see a team of empowered, badass women just kicking ass and taking names. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Absolutely. I think with that in mind, um, you know, another episode that we didn't talk about as much, but I was a real big fan of recording um, was our Magical Girl Madoka episode. I know that it kind of put you through the emotional ringer, Mary, (laughs) but I'm a sucker for anything Magical Girl. And I think you know, just in general, I love series where they spend just as much just as much time caring for and developing the side characters as they do the main protagonists, which is why what I'm really looking forward to when I'm back from my break is hopefully diving back into the world of My Hero Academia. 
you know, season five is currently airing. The next movie comes out in August. And that's another one of those shonens out right now that like, yeah, you could love the big three, but you could also love all the side characters because they really get these amazing personal journeys and highlights and experiences that really expand on what it means to grow into your version of a hero. I'm super excited. Um, I'm excited for you and your family. I'm also excited for the coaches that we're bringing on because definitely we are going to be talking video games, anime movies, and some of the series that we haven't really touched upon. So uh, I guess what I'm present to is how grateful I am for the current partnership that we've created and also the community of coaches that we've kind of brought in to have these conversations with us as well as we nerd out over our favorite animes. I mean, it's kind of like cool to just look at it and be like, hey, this is what I'm doing. Yeah. And by the way, if you want to look at it with us and go, hey, this is what we're doing, you know, as always, just a reminder, we we made all this shit up. You know, <laughs> we didn't know, we didn't know what was going to work. We recorded a bunch of episodes. We hit publish. We looked at feedback. We had our friends listen to it. We looked at what felt good to us. And, you know, here, 50 plus episodes later, we are entering year two, phase two of Coach Taku. And so, you know, I cannot underscore enough or reiterate enough that we want to create conversations that have you feeling as lit up and excited as we do, even just reminiscing on the year. And there's a couple of ways that you could do that. As always, you could email us. We have an inbox dedicated to Coach Taku inquiries, ideas, suggestions. The email is coachtakupod at gmail.com. On the flip side, if you're more of a social media fan, catch us on Instagram at the same handle, coachtakupod. You can comment on our posts. You can join us. We go live on Fridays to debrief the episode that just came out and also just nerd out at recent happenings. And, you know, if you are someone who doesn't like the limelight, feel free to DM us there. You can give us suggestions. You can ask us if we've ever considered a series to cover or a theme. You know, you may have noticed we've focused a lot more on partnership-based and relationship-based episodes because that has been feedback from you all. So if you want to see us shake it up again, let us know and we shall dance like the night is young. Yeah. And on that note, um, thank you again for listening. Thank you for being here with us. Uh, if any of the conversations we've had sparked anything for you or you want to know more from a coaching perspective for yourself, please let us know. We'd be so happy to be in that conversation with you and support you as best we can. Or if you know someone who could benefit from these conversations, also let us know because we're here to help. And it doesn't have to be animal related either. <laughs> Yeah. And, you know, the other thing I'll mention is we've talked about bringing other coaches on to talk about anime and video game series. But if there are other content creators that are out there that focus in the realm of anime and video games that you think would be an amazing nerdy addition to our conversations, feel free to recommend them. You know, something that I'm learning from this new collaboration phase is that it's really fun and it's really juicy and it means creating more community. So send us those suggestions as well. But to echo Mary's sentiments, thanks to each and every one of you that has interacted with us, liked us, reviewed us, downloaded, listened, mentioned it to a client or a friend, we would not be here without you. Um, we are so, 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 so excited to go into another year of 
creating and nerding out and just being good pals. And as always, we will catch you in the next episode. Thanks so much. Hey, thanks so much for watching this episode of Coach Taku. For subscribing so you never miss a new episode. Have an idea for an episode or show you'd love us to discuss? DM us on our Insta, Coach Taku Pod, C-O-H-C-H-T-A-C-U-P-O-D, or email us at coachtakupod at gmail.com. Love your wonderful host? In that case, you can follow me, Christina, at Roar on Instagram, and you can follow Mary at Mary, M-E-R-Y, dot the nerdy coach. Thanks so much. Catch you in the next one.